Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Friday, September 4th. I am Joe Saravati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined once again uh, by Mr. Andrew Hansen on our doubleheader golf and now NBA. So how are you doing uh, this evening? It's actually morning, so what? Oh, that's right. Either way. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, another good night for us on both sites. Actually, you had a really good night on Fantasy Draft as well. But, um, you know, the the outline that we gave in terms of game script really came through yeah. for the Thursday games. Boston-Toronto, we said the starters would play heavy minutes for Toronto. They did. Those were key guys. We yeah. thought the Clippers would blow out Denver. That happened. Um, and, you know, no one could have predicted the way that the Toronto-Boston game finished with – Five, a half a second left, cross-court pass over Taco Fall. Amazing yeah. catch and shoot by OG. To catch that and release it in less than half a second and shoot it over Jalen Brown, whose hand was about 11 and a half feet in the air. That was an incredible play. And this nuts. is coming from a longtime Celtics fan, but you just got to tip your cap to them. Uh, that, was a, that was a tremendous finish. But, um, let, you know, like we said, the game script is very important, and yeah. uh, it worked out for us. I'll tell you, I I just love, I absolutely loved it tonight. I mean, you know, of, of course, you you hit game scripts and you miss game scripts sometimes, uh, but boy, we were right on the nuts with both of them, and that's what caused us to win because we utilized, you know, that game scripting, and we talked it through on the show. We weren't super confident, you know, until we went through it and went through it and just saw it, how it would play out and. Uh, you know, it's a lot of fun when, you know, when you're, when you're watching in a fourth quarter and you pass guys in fantasy draft, I, I pass Papa Gates and Brick and some of the, you know, these are top 25 in the world ranked DFS players. And, you know, to do it with a guy like Plumley, who I had just games, we game scripted him in, you know, Yoke's tired. If, if Plumley ever gets minutes, it's now when he's in there, he's a good DFS points per minute. And he ended up with 23.7 fantasy points. And I got a lot of those in the fourth quarter, which, you know, passed some of those guys that were five or 10 points ahead. So just it's satisfying when it comes out the way you think it's going to. Uh, I wish I would have played some wagers, though, because I liked the, the, you know, the Clippers. I just stuck with the straight DFS stuff. But it was it was great to game script it. And, you know, hopefully our members and the listeners really took advantage of that. Um, I'm really, really fired up for that. Now, I will say, just in a quick note, is we did lose uh, for the second night in a row in baseball, which is our first time we've lost two nights in a row in baseball. So I've got the bats out of the bag, throwing them around, rattling the bats, getting everybody ready for tomorrow because I'm going to come out really ticked off and, and hit baseball tomorrow because we don't lose two in a row here. Now, I do want to announce this, and I didn't even share this with you beforehand. I keep very strict records of all of my play. I think that if you do this for a living and you you really play DFS a lot, you have to track all of it. That's the best way to examine what you're doing, what you're playing, what size games, how much per site, you know, GPP versus cash. And I just keep track of it. I actually do it right online, keep track of it. And, uh, I, you know, it helps you learn where you're slumping, where to play more, where to play less. 
But I also want to keep that, and you know, I don't post it every day on our, in our Discord or on our Twitter, but I keep very close track of the hybrid slash cash lineup that I post on FanDuel because that's my baseline uh, one that I put up every day. And it's not a clipboard or a, uh, you know, we have to do it a certain way in DraftKings, so we're given a core where we don't have an exact lineup. So the best thing we can trace to say, here is the documented wins and losses, uh, we do that with that FanDuel lineup every day. So in the NBA, you know, I've kept track since day one when we started. This was before COVID and all the way through the bubble till today. Uh, with today's win, it's the first time me personally in five years of doing NBA DFS have ever hit the 80% win mark. Awesome. So that is pretty exciting, man. That's phenomenal. Yeah. That's... I, I mean, I'm thrilled. I mean, we're yep. just barely there, 0.802. But, you know, we got to win tomorrow to stay above that. But, uh, you know, and it. I'm not saying that as a braggart. I'm not saying that, you know, as anything else. I just I'm very, very proud of it because it is tough. I mean, last night we ground the heck out of it to figure out what type of lineups to build. Yep. And, uh, you know, and, and it's it's a scrap. When you have a two game slate like that, you can't make an error. Uh, with anybody that takes a, a five or something, you're done. So just super proud of that. Uh, you know, going to post some of that information, uh, you know, on the website and in in Discord and on Twitter. So uh, hopefully you guys are, are you know catching the hot streak with us and and just crushing it. So that's tremendous. Yeah, we got to keep yeah. it going. Got to keep it going. All right, we're going to dive into this two game slate. Uh, Real quickly, before we do, I want to thank our presenting sponsors, MyBookie.ag and TVG.com. Go to DFSCoachTalk.com and check out the exclusive offer that you will find for both of those wonderful uh, entities uh, for wagering. MyBookie.ag, they will match up to $1,000 and a $25 free play if you use the promo code CoachTalk, no space. TVG has a $300 risk-free bet. So you want to play the Derby Saturday, pop $300 on somebody. If it loses, uh, TVG refunds the entire $300. Can't beat it. Love those guys and uh, looking forward to uh, continuing uh, going forward with them as new, new stuff, new offers, and everything are coming out every day. All right. The really tough, interesting games here with super high salary so we got to go through this now i'm going to go through the injury updates for tomorrow we didn't have any yesterday because there was only one guy uh listed but we have some that are uh very interesting there's a couple three of them specifically that i think uh shift the, sh the slate a little bit first one and it's surprising is rajon rondo is probable and from my read what i read he is going to play so that does change a few things uh, you statistically dig into this, and the biggest guy that takes a hit here, it's, yes, Caruso, it affects him. It makes him sort of, to me, unplayable. But it's LeBron's assists that go down when Rondo plays decent minutes. Even if he gets 18, 15 to 18, uh, even stretched to 20, which I think he'll be more toward the 15 number, 
Uh, it, I think it will take a couple of assists away from LeBron based on statistical history of last season and this season. So I wanted to bring that up. Uh, you know, we have uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis listed as probable like they always are. Davis, as we always announce, on his 672nd week of being listed as probable. But these two have an impact on the Heat game. And we'll break this game down and talk about it, but it definitely affects the rotation. uh, And it, you know, dominoes to about three or four different players that we have to discuss. And both of of them are not uh, listed out yet, but they're both uh, definitely questionable. Uh, Kelly Olenek, uh, is he has a sprained ankle? We saw him turn that in that game, and Igadalas was pretty ugly looking, and he's not a, a youngster anymore. Uh, you know, when he stepped, uh, somebody stepped underneath him. Uh, I can't even remember who it was. He got called a, a technical one for that for stepping in on him, and and Igadalas oh, yeah, was Corver. Corver, Kyle Corver, yeah, which is shocking because he's usually the one shooting the three that they step exactly. in on. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so Olenek and Iguodala with the ankles, both questionable. I'm really thinking they may miss, especially Iguodala. So uh, we will break that down when we go through these teams and, and see how that will affect the Heat side of the ball and if it affects from a defensive side, the Milwaukee uh, side of the ball. All right. We go to game one. There are two evening games again, so we don't have to stress getting the basketball in early. Uh which gives us, you know, the, the, the whole day for us to go through that process. Listen to the podcast, check us out on Twitter, jump in our Discord, and then get with us 30 minutes before lock, and we'll nail down uh, our starting lineups. Okay, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. The Bucks are a five-point favorite, uh, and it is 223 and a half. Uh, the over-under in the other game is 225. So, in essence, they're the same. So uh, the question here is Milwaukee Bucks uh, stepping up. Are they going to adjust anything? And how is the Heat going to react, especially with their front court now being a little thin? Right. So number one here is that I think Giannis is going to come out like gangbusters after that mishap down the stretch, fouling Jimmy Butler, really costing them the game. Yeah. And he, he knows it's on his shoulders and, you know, the thing with the last game was he just couldn't quite get in a rhythm. He he got in foul trouble and he would come in and there'd be one play where he'd get in the open court, take his two dribbles, cover 70 feet and slam it. And and then something would happen. There'd be a timeout or he'd get a foul. And he just never could get in the groove where he would just quickly pile up the fantasy points. And with the way that game ended, I just I, I'd really like to own some Giannis shares here. The problem is he's just so expensive on DraftKings. He's 11.5. I know. You know, it makes a lot more sense to me on FanDuel where he's only 10.6. Yeah, 10.6 is cheap for him, Yeah, you know, compared to what he has been. But neither one of them is exactly stealing. I mean, especially, and I'll just mention this real quick, too. You know, you look at at, uh, the four top guys – and for me, unless you're scratching the barrel, you know, bottom of the barrel, I don't know how you build a really competitive lineup by using even two of these guys. Now, I know you can do it, and a lot of people will, but I'll just say on Fandle, they're 11-2 for Davis, 11,000 for Harden, 10-8 for LeBron, and 10-6 
for Giannis. So they're all within 600 bucks. They all cost a fortune, and it's going to be extremely difficult to roster more than one of them. Uh, on on DraftKings, Giannis is 11.5, Harden 11.2, James 11,000, and Anthony Davis 10.6. So they're all within 900. So basically, you know, the sites are saying to us, okay, you don't have to choose. Is, are you on Team Harden or Team Giannis? It's now Team Giannis, Team Harden, Team James, or Team Davis. In right. my opinion, my builds thus far, I've only used one of those four. Now. Here's the million-dollar question. I wanted to interrupt you, and let, I'll let you go through this game. Can you win this with only one of those four guys? I think you can. But for me, I've got a build right now on FanDuel with two of them. It's LeBron and Giannis. And okay. the interesting thing is that over there, they're both small forwards. And so if you use that build, you can't use some of these other value plays that we'll get to in this first game, like potentially Derek Jones Jr. He's a small forward. Crowder yes. Crowder is a small forward. So that's the the give and take is you don't get the you know one or two of the value plays or mid-tier guys that you might want to might want to use. So definitely. Anyway, the bottom line is I do have a build on FanDuel with two of them that I like. On DraftKings, I do think it's harder especially because Giannis is basically a thousand more. So over there, it feels a little bit more like only one of them to me. So I agree, um, you know, especially when you lock in uh, guys like Covington, who I think is just an absolute plug and play on both sites, you know, then you have another mid tier guy. And so it just gets harder and harder. You can't really do a stars and scrubs. Yeah. But anyway, you know, I, I really like Giannis on FanDuel. I don't know if I'm going to get to him on DraftKings as much. Um, you know, the guards for, for Milwaukee, I think, are still in play. Bledsoe is, you know, he's cheap. And Hill is back in his you know, comfortable role off the bench. He's also still cheap. So I like I like getting exposure to them. I may not get to Middleton quite as much here. Um, your boy Marvin Williams, I, I do like those minutes. And maybe this is the game where he comes back out and shoots it really well and people are kind yeah. of sleeping on him. So I think he's worth considering as a value play on the Miami side, you know, that the, the first thing is just going to be who's in, who's out. Cause we've got the value plays. If Iguodala is out, I think Derek Jones jr. Gets all those minutes, yeah. uh, you know, at minimum price on fan uh, on, sorry, on DraftKings at 3.0. I, I don't know how I can fade him. You know, he's going to be 90 million percent owned. That's for yep. sure. So I like him. And then if Olenek is also out, then I think those minutes are going to go to either Myers Leonard or Solomon Hill. They're both minimum price. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll have to see. We'll have to dig a little bit uh, during the day on Friday, see what we can come up with and, and strategize that. That'll be a key thing. But no matter what, I think Derek Jones Jr. will be my favorite value play there. And then with the starters, Dragic, man, he is just unstoppable. The question is, Gosh, can he continue to ball. shoot that well? It's like every time the ball leaves his hands, it's just money. It's a, a running bank. It's a three that doesn't even sniff the rim. It's just a swish. I mean, he's just playing out of his mind. Since you know, he's so, been inserted in that starting lineup, he's gone yeah. bonkers. Yeah. Is it ever going to stop? I mean, maybe this is the maybe this is the day. I, you know, I I I do still like him. Um, He's up to seven two. Yeah, it's getting pricey. 
Remember uh, when we rostered him for four six? Oh my gosh, I know. Way back when, yeah. <laughs> when he was coming off the bench. <laughs> So that's a key decision to make. Yeah. Um, I may get a little bit more hero here than I usually do. I know he he's one of your favorites. He's been uh, finishing games, too. Yep. He's played the end fourth quarter crunch time minutes down the stretch for multiple games in a row. That means a lot. That, that tells you a lot right there. And I'll tell you what, he has no fear. There's not a shot that he won't take. And yep. I love I love that. Uh, in a, in a, in a, you know, in a young player like that. And, and they're not, you know, Chuck and Duckett shots. They're pretty good shots. The thing is, you know, you've got your exact scenario though, is you've got to examine how you're going to build this on Fandle specifically where you only get two shooting guards. So, you know, uh, I'm with you there though. I think hero uh, at 5,400 on Fandle is certainly somebody you have to consider just because of the crunch time minutes. Uh, and I'm with you on Dragic. I mean, he's he's playing at such a high level right now. It's it's hard to fade him. Uh, there's no question about it. Uh, but his price continues to go up. So, like you said, if you know that medium build, you know you gotta steer from some of those top guys then, and it, it just is gonna depend on you know what what it looks like. But this isn't an easy one. You know, this is not an easy one whatsoever. Yeah, Dragic is eighteen hundred more than Hero on both sites, yeah. and I just think that maybe this is the game where he comes back down to earth a little bit. He gets something like thirty-two to thirty-five fantasy points, and if Hero gets twenty-eight to thirty, then you know he's a much better return on your investment. So um, I, I may, you know, lean that way a little bit, and then with these builds that I'm making so far, I haven't gotten to Butler. Uh, but Crowder is still in the mix for me. Summer is here, and sports are finally back, which can only mean one thing. It's time to get back, relax, and make some cash. Everyone has to start somewhere, which is why you want to get off on the right foot by choosing an established book like mybookie.ag. With all the major sports seasons just around the corner, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Dynamic betting lines and a simple-to-use platform make the process easier than it's ever been. Create your account in just a few easy steps. Deposit and begin placing your bets. Sign up now using promo code COACHTALK to get your deposit matched 100% all the way up to $1,000. Plus an extra $25 free play. That's promo code COACHTALK. Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With my bookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. Yeah, I, I, this game has a lot of intrigue to me. You know, a couple things about Giannis. If you noticed, he's sort of, you know, for a guy that is two-time MVP and all this stuff, and I'm not dogging on Giannis because he's he is a phenomenal athlete, but... I, what I've seen the last couple of games is is complete panic. He gets the ball and he just tries to go downhill and slice to the basket. And he made some shots that no other human being can make. But he also gets a lot of charges. Yeah. If I was coach, if I was coaching and Spolstrom has been doing it, and he did it in this game, I'd have a spy that is playing off his guy to just step in and take a charge because once he makes the decision. 
if he has that downhill steam and he's at the top of the key, he's only two strides from the basket and he's going and you don't, you can't stop it. So either you step in front of it or you get out of the way or it's going to be an and one. So he did charge a couple of times in this game, but if you notice, he looked desperate to me. He got the ball and just dove in there trying to do whatever and, and threw up some really interesting shots. And like I say, a few of them went in. But what it tells me is he's a little bit out of his head. I just don't see him, you know, you don't expect that from a two-team, two-time MVP, all-star vote leader. You know, guys like that are usually calculated, like the Kawhis and, you know, these guys that are just surgeons. But he still seems that slight bit of rawness is still there because – you know, he's not been in a championship series or been on that run. And I see a little panic there, which shows weakness to me. And I think that the, the Heat are going to really try to take advantage of that. And I think he can pick up charges. I think that he can turn the ball over more. You know, he's obviously it's in his head as far as his three point shooting and his foul shots. You know, that's been coming and going with air balls and different things. So. You know, I'm not saying to fade Giannis because I think per point in this situation, in this game, he's probably the most logical and most comfortable play. The fact that Harden, James, and Davis are that close to him in salary, uh, you know, they're all in that same ballpark. You know, I think a lot of people are going to go to him. But I wanted to bring that up because that's my hesitation. I just, you know... He can get 60 fantasy points on a, a horrible night. But I, Spolster is a great coach. They're a really disciplined, good defensive scheme team. And I think they're going to continue to disrupt Giannis a little bit and, you know, try to step in there. And it, I'll tell you, if you take away when he rips it and then goes and he's going to the hoop, if you take that away from him, you tremendously neutralize him because he's not an off the dribble 15 to 20 foot jumper type shooter. He's not good at the three point line. And if you follow him, he's not consistent at the foul line. So, you know, that's where you may see a Solomon Hill or Myers Leonard give him some really hard fouls with a couple of minutes off the bench just to make him feel it, make him get to the line. So that being said, you know, Giannis may not make my squad, and I, I probably have him on a GPP just because he's Giannis and he's priced that way. But I wanted to give that take on him because I think there's a there's some weakness there. Um, yeah, the other guys, Biddleton, I know he's been getting hot. He's a key guy. He's a go-to guy. But with Butler guarding him, I still say I don't trust Middleton's numbers at 8-2. Uh, so that concerns me. So you look on the Milwaukee side. And, you know, if you're going to fade those guys and you want exposure in this game, you know, the question is, I don't want a part of the Bledsoe-Hill split because I still think they split. Bledsoe's not a good defender, and that's part of the reason Dragic is scoring so well. And when Hill comes in, he's an upgrade defensively, but he just hasn't played really good ball in this series. So that's – I think, you know, you're going to see that split – just trying to stay in front of Dragic and slow him down a little bit. So, you know, where does that leave me? That leaves me with two value plays, and it's the same ones I had last time we had this discussion. And I 
I don't see at Brook Lopez at 5,600, you know, he gets those threes up. He gets some rebounds. He gets some blocks. Now, he's not playing great ball, but he's the kind of guy that can drop 40 fantasy points in a blink at 5,600. And he's had some some really solid games. The other guy, again, I'm you know, I wouldn't have thought this, you know, at the beginning of the playoffs, but with Robin Lopez supposedly being deactivated again for this next game, from what I read, we're going to confirm that tomorrow, all of those backup center minutes go to Marvin Williams. And yes, he only had 17 fantasy points. But you know what? That was enough for me to, to win and he missed a ton of shots. He had two three balls go three quarters of the way down and pop out. And he's a veteran. That's not going to scare him from shooting the ball. He's going to get his rebounds. He's going to do his thing. And he's going to get a decent run. So I don't mind having that bumpers of the Lopez-Marvin Williams combination uh, because I think you're, you're assured some sound points there uh, from those two. And so for me, on the Milwaukee side, it's a value look. On the, on the Miami side, I'm, I still would like to roll with Dragic because I don't see them adjusting their scheme to him. They don't really have a guy that can guard him flat out. And he's on fire, and he's getting monster minutes. So he's still in my pool. Tyler Hero, uh, you know, again, a guy that closes out, they're showing confidence in that's playing, is a consideration for me. He's not a plug-and-play guy now that his price has come up a little bit. But I think he's certainly a, a much better consideration that guys than guys like Nunn or Robinson or you know a couple of the guys off the bench. So he will. I will look at him. Um, Bam, great play. I mean, you know, again, I this is not a good matchup for Milwaukee to try to stop Bam. Uh, but again, it's all about your build. I mean, Bam is expensive. He's eight thousand on DraftKings and. Uh, Similar on 8,000 uh, 8, on FanDuel as well. Yeah. So, you know, you got to start talking build here. But Milwaukee's not built to stop a guy that's a, a power 4-5 that can pass the ball and contribute in multiple ways like Bam does. So I think he's certainly in play for me. Um, after that, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to go deeper with Miami because this next game has some good plays in it as well. Um, you know, I think if they're thin in the back court or in the front court, you know, if Olenek can play, Olenek's a, a good play. So you got to you got to consider that. I agree with you, though. If Olenek and Iguodala sit at the minimum price, even as a blocker, you have to play Derek Jones Jr. You just have to. I mean, you, he allows you that medium build and still play a top player just because of his price without those two guys playing he's probably going to play 28 to 30 minutes and he's so active out there he gets a hand on stuff he blocks stuff uh, I think he's just a no-brainer guy uh, but after that you know the rest of the bench guys and such I don't think you have to go that deep but it's all going to be news you know news wise if Iguodala or Olenek play I'm not going to use Jones if they're both out I think he's an automatic yeah, I like it, especially on DraftKings. You know, again, the thing on FanDuel is, you know, as you say, if 80 to 90 percent of players use him, then on FanDuel you can't pair LeBron with Giannis. And right. so 
I like that for GPPs to to fade Derek Jones Jr. there to get that different build. But with with DraftKings, you can move them around so much that yeah. you can still use the stars that you want. So I like him a little bit better over there. All right. It's going to be a great game. That's for sure. No doubt. And we need that final news on those two guys. All right. Second game. Uh, before we jump into that, though, real quickly, want to mention a couple of things. We have today being September 4th. We're fourth day in to what now you're, you do so eloquently. I'll, I'll, I'll throw it over to you again. We've just launched our very first fall special at DFS Coach Talk. Why don't you fill in our listeners on what that's all about? How would you like four months of 80% winning in the NBA while we have it and uh, crushing it in baseball? Football is kicking off in less than a week. That's really the impetus for the fall special because it, it gives you an uh, all-access membership to DFS Coach Talk from now until the end of the calendar year. And you get all of our sports uh, daily lineups on FanDuel. And that's the great thing is we can give you a full lineup on FanDuel. So that's the uh, cash slash hybrid uh, NBA lineup that Coach is talking about that's an 80% winner. You get that on FanDuel. You also get a GPP lineup. And then you get the DraftKings Coach's Clipboard. So, again, we do that for every sport. The same uh, fall special price gets you access to all of it, uh, and it's $199. So it's a great discount on our monthly price. We'd love to have you check us out and join uh, the other folks who've jumped on this uh, special. Absolutely. Well done. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, please take a second. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the alert little alarm there that lets you know when our podcast posts that really helps us in growing uh everything we're doing on youtube and we you know we bring this nba seven day a week podcast to you uh you know uh, in front of the paywall we're going to do the same on every nfl slate and we're and we do that uh, with pga weekly so uh, definitely uh, really appreciate that if you're listening to us audio wise through Everywhere podcasts can be heard. We're on Spotify, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeart. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, we, we do ask you to join in on our, our monthly giveaway. We had Lakers then, I believe, win this uh, September's drawing for a free one-month membership for Coach Talk. And you yeah. qualify. It was Lakers then, right? Yes. Yeah, it was the end of August drawing for the September month. So, yeah, oh. the next one is the September drawing to win the October month. Yes, you are correct, sir. I'm, I think I may have said we had that drawing already, but we didn't. Okay, yes, so it's Lakers in, and it is for that. And uh, you do that, you qualify by putting five stars on iTunes and giving us a quick comment. It doesn't have to be anything big, just a quick uh, blurb would really be wonderful. So we really appreciate that. Um, and, uh, that is going to help us grow the entire deal here. All right, game two, 9 p.m., Houston Rockets, L.A. Lakers. Uh, everybody's extremely excited about this. Uh, Lakers are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 225, thanks to mybookie.ag updated lines. Uh, certainly go there uh, to wager. I wish I would have done that tonight or last night because we had those. Now, tonight we got to figure out what the best lines are here now. My question, as I've been tossing it over to you with questions, 
is, are the Rockets going to be fresh enough after the night before last, you know, with that bone-chilling victory, to a really well-rested Lakers team to come out and play and win? Well, I have a lot more faith in Houston than I did in Denver tonight, that's for sure. So there's no way I would predict an easy L.A. victory here. I think it's possible, but... I like Houston in general in this series. I, I can't wait to watch this matchup. I mean, talk about the heavyweights going at it. This is going to be more. fun. I mean, yeah. this is the true test of small ball versus gigantic guys. I mean, what a big front line. You got Dwight Howard coming off the bench. I mean, you know, most teams now have maybe one guy like that. But the Lakers have LeBron, A.D., McGee, and then they bring him off the bench against a team that, you know, trots out Covington as their biggest guy. It's just going to be awesome. Um, It's hard to figure how they're going to match up, you know. I mean, it's it's really going to be interesting. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited about this matchup. I'm going to, you know, get probably more exposure to this game than the first one. Um, So... You know, getting back to what we talked about with if we have two studs and if we have Middleton, you know, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards LeBron here. Um, you know, as we were talking about before the podcast with Rondo being probable, you start to wonder about how that might impact LeBron. Um, but, you know, I, I do like him here to, you know, try to take control here and, and get game one for the Lakers. Um also looking at a couple value plays here, like uh, KCP, who I don't usually play, but you know that price tag, the minutes, uh, you know, being in this game with Houston, I, I can just see him spotting up and getting, you know, seven or eight uh, looks at at open threes. Uh, so I, I kind of like him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, imagine if if they just, I mean, they can't give him the Dort treatment, right? Just let him shoot 10 times. But um, I mean, they're in that pattern of, you know, letting guys shoot. So maybe he fits in there and and, uh, has a strong game. Um, On the Houston side, I don't think I'm going to go with Harden here. You know, uh, I I wasn't really on him at the end of the last series because of Westbrook. And, you know, similar situation here with the Lakers. It's just too much of a cut into his usage. Um, but Covington is is lock and load. I'm not even going to think about it 100%. Uh, you know, the only thing he, stopping he him is, fire, if, is if he, he gets on fire, man. He was on fire. Yeah. Yeah, just beautiful. Just stroking it, doing everything. Yeah. Uh, man, they've got to be so psyched that they got him in that trade. He's just been what terrific. So, yeah. Uh, I like him. And, uh you know, Tucker and Green are also in consideration for me. Gordon as well. I mean, this this is the game I really like. I'm going to have probably a little bit more than half my lineup from this game. Well, I would, yeah, half and half would be pretty much uh, even with two games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, probably probably more than half on on this okay. one. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, just giving you a hard time. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna release my my big play, my my number one guy. The guy I'm paying up for, the anchor to my team, I'm going to share it here. Uh, I do have some real gems, value guys and such. I'm saving for our members in Discord. But game, you know, this is such a great series. You know, I want to release this to our listeners. I'm playing Anthony Davis everywhere. Cash, GPP, 
head-to-heads, 50-50s, anything that's out there. And, and I need somebody to prove to me how in God's name Houston is going to stop Davis. And I think Vogel knows it, and I think Vogel's going to try to see if they can adjust to it. I think they're going to go to Davis a ton. I think that he's going to be absolutely unstoppable. Uh, I think this is the worst possible matchup for Houston. And, you know, I think Houston's going to come out and they're going to fight and they have all-stars. I don't think they're going to get run over like Denver whatsoever. Uh, So I do think Davis will get enough run. I think he's going to be dominant. I see him scoring big, rebounding big, blocking shots, uh, just the whole nine yards. I, I absolutely love him in this game. Uh, I, you know, I'm talking if if Houston can at least hang tight, uh, I see a 75 to 80 point fantasy game from Davis. That's what wow. I have, which is the highest projection I've had for a player this NBA season. Hmm. Uh, and, it, you know, Houston likes to pay it, play it an up pace. They get beat in the paint all the time. It's just every aspect of this plays into Davis's hands. And, you know, as long as it doesn't blow out, I think he's going to just mash it. Um, LeBron, you know, I mean, LeBron is LeBron. It's a big stage against a big team. But, you know, I think that he also knows they're going to eat in the paint. And I think, you know, he's going to defer to Davis in some, some of these situations when he can just let him go right to the rim. Also, I, like I said earlier, you know, it is a small regression, but it is for LeBron, you know, in three, 3.4 fantasy points is 3.4 fantasy points. And that's what he uh, has when, when uh, Rondo's, Rondo's played more than 15 minutes, LeBron has, has gone down by, again, you know, four to five fantasy points, which, you know, they all count when you look at a guy that's priced that high. Westbrook, I mean, I just... They're going to probably put uh, uh, their best defender, Danny Green, on him. And, you know, he's still not shooting the ball well from outside. I don't believe he's 100%. He's awesome. He's only 8,500 on FanDuel and on DraftKings. Uh, he is 86. So he's tempting, but uh, I'm, I'm not going to go there either. So, you know, really out of the, the big fellas, you know, to me, it's Davis. Now, I do think Harden is – extremely playable I, he's my second choice to davis in the fact that you know and and we had some of our discord guys talking about it and it's it is what it is when harden has games early in series and such like this you look at statistically he crushes it when the going gets a little bit tougher and i I'm, again it's not like i'm bagging on on harden now today too but he doesn't perform as well his shooting percent he made you know how many buckets he made from the field in Game Seven. Wasn't much. Wasn't Five. many. Five, Five. Yeah. And you know, so th- that tells you right there what you know. What is this guy? You know, what type of makeup does he have in those crunch situations? You know, he defers a little bit, in my opinion, which is shocking because he's such a bull. But I think this is the kind of game he bounces in and 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 shows. And I think he'll. He never gets tired. Minutes don't matter to him, it seems like. So I have no problem uh, if you want to roster Harden. If you can fit Davis and Harden in, God bless you, because that could be a hell of a combination. It's just I don't know if you can do it uh, salary-wise. Um, but I do think he'll have a big game. I really like him. A couple of the other guys I'll mention, and then 
I'll save a couple of value plays that are round out my lineup here for our members. Uh, I, I, I don't disagree with you on Covington. I think he's a key guy, but he's 6,800 on Fandle, which isn't too bad. And on uh, DraftKings, he's 6,300, which is a little better. But, you know, I don't like to chase points. I can't see him shooting as absolutely red hot as he did. I like him. He's going to make some of my lineups, but I don't think he's the lock and load this time for me. Uh, Just because he's going against the Lakers front line, which is the best defensive front line statistically in the business, in the league. So, you know, he's going to have to do it from the three-point line. He's not going to get as many putbacks, rebounds. I mean, he was able to slice and dice in the paint, get rebounds, putbacks, tip-ins against a slow Adams and a a weaker Noel. You know, now he's got to go in there and mix it with McGee, Davis, Howard, except LeBron. I mean, he's going to get bounced around a little bit. So I, I do see some regression. I do think he's a decent play. Guy I've had every game in the bubble, every game in the playoffs is Gordon. He's still not let me down. I say this every day. And it's like, okay, coach, you're going to jinx the poor guy. Well, you know what? I haven't so far. He keeps making value. He takes big shots. He gets big minutes. So, you know, his price is still reasonable. He's 5600 on FanDuel. And he's 5800 on DraftKings. So, you know, you can make that work, I think, on that next level down. And then that's it. I'm going to share my other couple of guys, uh, you know, which I'd lo- love to talk about right now. But I'm going to put those in our Discord because I want our members finishing with that Coach Talk symbol, one, two, three, four, right up at the top. That's what it's all about. No doubt about it. All right. Any other words on this one? Or, I mean, you know, so the game scripts for us in general, I guess, are we're expecting uh, more competitive games here. We're expecting yep. more run from the major guys. So figuring out those rotations, taking a look at guys coming back or being out from injury are going to be a, a big key. Exactly. All right. Uh, I think that is mainly it, man. We've got it. We have, we're going to wrap this sucker up. Uh, you know, we're, we're spending some time trying to break these games down because sometimes, you know, it's helped me recently to listen back to the show. Yep. Normally don't always have time to do that, but – you know, listening to how these games are going to play out, uh, you know, just can really play into how you build some of these lineups, too. And uh, so far, you know, we're, we're hitting it pretty good. We just need to keep it up. You said it. All right. No no third podcast. Are we done now? Is I this it? I guess that's it. I mean, it's one, like, in, uh, it's one in the morning. KBO? We could do a KBO one. <laughs> we could just transition right into it. When does KBO playoffs start? I don't know. I haven't I checked the check standings out, in a while. Man. Yeah, I want to see that. You know, I did check the standings, and you know, Kiwoom now has the best record. Yeah, well, they passed the NC Dinos and your Dusan Bears. Look at that! It's just like KBO just comes to you, just like that, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like another lifetime, but it's good, oh, good memories. It is bizarre. All right, that is it, man. Uh, great, great stuff again. Uh, we'll definitely get this posted. Uh, check us out throughout the day tomorrow. You know, give us some feedback. Send us some information on Twitter. We gave you how to reach us there. Uh, you know, you can always just go to at DFS Coach Talk on there, and we all will all see that message. And uh, on YouTube here, we'd love feedback, questions, uh, anything else. Uh, so hopefully, this 
gave you a good feel for the way we're looking for this slate. And uh, we can't wait to uh, you know get to tomorrow with another fantastic uh, playoff run. This is going to be a, a blast. And we're only in the second round. Can you imagine when we get you know this next round and then into the, the real crunch? It's just, this is nuts, but uh, it's a blast. So I appreciate you guys being with us and listening, uh, listening to our take on this. And we look forward to uh, definitely getting back with you again tomorrow. Uh, for our entire DFS Coach Talk team, Uh, For our producers that really edit and get these all up in the middle of the night, uh, Bryce and Brett, Brett's on it again tonight. He's been fantastic. Uh, We really appreciate those guys. And for our whole DFS Coach Talk team, Sugar Shane Caldwell, Andrew Hansen, and me, Coach, we will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.